Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. Boy, do I have some good news to share with you today. You know, in the Scripture, it says that we should not forget things. We're kind of like that, aren't we? I don't know about you, but it's so... My mind, I've got so much on my mind, it's so easy to forget. As I've been sharing all week... Our church is celebrating its 50th anniversary this weekend. We started last night. We've been looking all week at scripture songs and how important they are to sing the word, to get the word of God into our heart, and how the scriptures formed us in those early days. Last night, we got to meet some of the people who planted our church that came in from far out of town and were willing to join us for this weekend. It was a tremendous celebration. Some of these folks right in this picture here were the founders of our church, the original pastors or early on pastors, right? Uh, uh, Dennis Clark and, um, and Mike Cater in particular were the, the original elders on our team. And then we've got Terry Bartley, the tall one right there in the middle, who was the first person to come to Christ, the first person saved by that team, and he's still in ministry in a church here in Columbus. And it's an exciting group that shared stories, their stories of how God worked in their life 50 years ago and how they made decisions, significant decisions, that altered not only the course of their life, but the course of my life and the course of hundreds and thousands of other people's lives as well. You never know, you never know what a significant decision you make might alter the whole course of a lot of people's lives. And then we heard this from some younger people. Uh, this picture is of two pastors here in Columbus that are of the next generation. They're serving now. The one holding the microphone there, by the way, is my daughter and her husband, Kimball, on the left, and then Nick Carruthers, or excuse me, Kimball's on her left, on our right, and then Nick and Faith Carruthers over there on the other side. And what struck me was how they valued what they, they, they were to speak of what they were learning and how they valued the Word. The Word has got to be part of our lives, folks. This is so critical. If it's not, we're going to go off course. We're going to miss what God wants us to have. And I was, I was blessed, blessed to put the point of tears as I heard their testimonies of how they're capturing some of these values that were so vitally important. But we all have a story to tell. It was exciting to hear stories from 50 years ago of people who are continuing to follow Christ and live for Christ today. you got a story to tell. I hope you tell yours. And in Scripture, like I said, we're not to forget. Well, how do we not forget what God has done? You talk about it. You tell people about it. If you don't talk about your stories, well, one day they're going to die when you do. But if you talk about them and pass them on to generation and generation, it's my prayer, and what I'm going to speak about tonight at our gathering is how important it is that we don't lose what we've had, but we go from glory to glory. That's a question I wanted for you. Are you going to, the people who discipled you and who mentored you and who built you up in the Lord, are you going to go further than them or are you going to diminish what they had? And if you've got God, if you've got your eyes on God, you can go further. If you only have your eyes on them, you're probably going to do less. We want to have our eyes on the Lord. I got a special guest with me this morning. Uh, Mike Cater was, uh, he's uh, in this picture here, right there in the middle with the 
aqua-colored shirt on, he and his wife, Sue. They weren't married yet, but uh, were two of the original. Uh, Michael's one of the original pastors, uh, elders there, and his wife, Sue, came out. And they planted the church, and I think only 13 of them in 1973 came out to be a part of this church. And so Mike is joining me today, and Mike, uh, step on in here. Mike is exciting. Mike is now, he, he has never slowed down. Well, at least I don't think so. Mike now leads a ministry in Southeast Asia called Run Global. You can find the website runglobal.org, and I encourage you to check it out. And they can always use support because they have, oh, they have, you know, 150, 200, 250 missionaries that they support and they train that are taking the gospel to India and in, um, in, in Southeast, throughout Southeast Asia. And here he is all these years later still doing this because the spirit of what, what brought him to Columbus. And then we planted a church together in 19, late 1979 in Maryland. Uh, he and I moved out there and planted this church. And then uh, he's continued on and is now uh, reaching people in Southeast Asia. But anyway, Mike, welcome. I thought I'd just give you a word to share a verse if you have. Sure. Go right ahead. Give it to us. Sure. Well, in 1970, my wife Sue and I both were uh, captured by the Lord and by the vision of the Lord uh, from Acts 1-8, where he, Jesus said, you uh, will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. And that has been our vision for these uh, 53 years. And uh, it was about 15 years ago that Tom, my dear friend Tom Short, told me, Mike, you ought to go to India and at least take a short-term trip, because it we'd prayed for India for 50 years, but... I had never gone, but he had gone, and and uh, I was told that India is impossible. Uh, it's just too hard. But Tom said, go try it, and we did. And what was it, a three-week trip or two, three-week trip, and I realized India is not too hard. People are open. People are going to get saved. And within months, we went uh, over there in May May 2nd of uh of uh, 09, 2009, and been working India and Nepal and Bangladesh for these 15 years, God has saved, through our work, through the Timothys that we trained, the disciples that we coach and train, uh, they have reached 10 million people with face-to-face gospel shares, and over 100,000 people have professed faith in Christ, and 1,000 churches have started. And it's accelerating, we're thrilled about that, uh, but it's the Scripture Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. That's our commission for, I believe, every Christian. Now, I realize some people can't get on a plane and go, but you know what? People can pray, and people can give, and it's through the hundreds of donors uh, that these 100,000 people have been saved, and I just want to thank everyone for praying and loving India, loving Nepal, loving Bangladesh, and I want to ask for your prayers now as we continue to accelerate. Uh, you know, uh, Jesus said, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day, because night is coming when no one can work. I don't exactly know how to interpret that, but night is coming. Well, that could mean uh, Christ will come and the chance to reach people and witness will be finished. You're not going to be witnessing in heaven, uh, you know, so it's now or never, and or does it mean night is coming is our lives are short and we're going to get too old, we're going to get too sick or something, 
when no one can work. And so I don't know exactly how to interpret, but apply it to your life because night is coming for you too. And we're in a race against time to save, to reach the world for Christ and to save as many as possible. And there's a day coming in Revelation 7, 9, John saw the vision of this vast multitude in heaven in white robes that no one could count, standing before the throne of God, praising and worshiping God. And you're going to be there. And uh, the more you serve Jesus in this earth, in this life, the greater your reward will be. Amen. Well, you can see why that spirit lives on. Hey, I've got to tell you a story that you don't know. Many have heard the story of the very first meeting I went to in our church was a prayer meeting. And that's kind of, you know, here this high school kid went to this all-night prayer meeting and really uh, it captured by it. What a story I haven't told much is the first Bible study I went to with this church. Um, And Mike was leading it. And I still remember two verses that he shared that I memorized immediately. I didn't have to, I didn't have to write them on a card and I didn't repeat them. They just stuck in my heart because of the power, the authority, the conviction with, with, with which Mike shared them. Now, having gone out on a limb and saying I've memorized them, let's see if I can remember them right now, okay? One of 2 Corinthians 4, uh, chapter 5, verse 14, for the love of Christ controls us. Having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, that they who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. The other was found in Isaiah 66, verse 2. Thus says the Lord, my hand made all these things. Thus all these things were made, declares the Lord. Talking about the, the world and so on. But to this one will I look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit, and who trembles at my word. Like I said, I was only a high school junior. That was the first Bible study I went to here. And hearing that taught with those two verses, taught with conviction, they just stuck. I've never forgot them. I hope I've guided, I hope those two verses have helped guide my life. And I hope they stick in your life as well. So Mike, thanks for joining me. And thanks for I, we say 50 years of faithfulness, but you were that you came here. You were already faithfully serving the Lord when you came here, but but uh, 50 plus years of faithfulness, and and you pray for him, pray for me as we continue. If you want to catch these, uh, is on our meeting last night was online. I'm pretty sure you could find it. Just search Linworth Road Church on YouTube or uh, Facebook, and you can find it. And tonight. We got all kinds of activities. If you're in the Columbus area or within a few hours want to drive out here, come join us. We start things today at 2.30, and we'll, uh, I speak tonight at 7 o'clock, I believe it is, uh, and so forth. Let's go ahead and pray, okay? Father in heaven, we have so much to be thankful for. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of it. We thank you it lives on from generation to generation. Oh, how we pray, Father, that we would be people who work the works of him who sent us while we can. How we pray, Father, that we'd be people who are fulfilling, that we're your witnesses in our spiritual Jerusalem, our Judea and Samaria, and even to the remotest parts of the earth. And how we pray you'd bless the work of Run Global and all their missionaries in Southeast Asia as they take the gospel to the lost and reach the unreached now. And I pray, Father, they would run hard, the gospel would run through them. We pray we'd be people who love you and, and who conclude that Christ died for us, so we'll live for you. 
And we pray. We'd be people when we hear the Word of God, we tremble at it. We wouldn't criticize it. We wouldn't decide, do I want to believe that part? But rather, we'd realize this is the Word of God, and it would it would do its work in us who believe it. We thank you, Lord, and bless you today for your goodness and your mercy and your faithfulness. All of our lives, you have been faithful. We just declare it, Lord. All of our lives, you've been faithful, and for this, we're grateful and motivated to be faithful to the very end. We bless you now, and we love you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for being with me. Remember his website, runglobal.org. Run stands for Reach the Unreached Now, and that's what they're doing. Hey, thanks for joining with me today. If you're new, welcome. I hope you subscribe to our channel. We come here every single day, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time Live. But you can watch the video later in the day, or you can even listen to it on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Those of you who have made a commitment and are here daily, I sure love you. It's a pleasure and a joy and a privilege to be sowing the seed of God's word into your life. I know it's falling on good soil. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.